I'm sitting here with Laura Francisco, the founder of Metalita, and it is an absolute pleasure, Laura. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you so much for having me. So we spoke a little bit earlier today, and we kind of talked about what our episode would be about. It's just so inspiring hearing you talk about Metalita and you know the story behind it. And for someone like myself who has been, you know, I guess I sort of bumped into you guys about two years ago when I was still a medical student and from that point it was almost like you guys made a you guys kind of took a little leap of faith with me and thought hey this is someone that we would like to work with and uh, you know build a relationship with and from that point on I really respected that about your company and I really admired the commitment that you guys have towards our community not only of doctors but for students or aspiring people in just in healthcare and the medical profession in general and I think you guys do that so so well and I really just want to start off by giving you that compliment and you know commend you for a company that essentially you know like you have uh, really embroidered your vision in and I think that's a good way to put it so much we're just um, steadfast in our commitment to um, those people that we connect with and those people that um, are really making a mark in their own community. And I think it's, um, you know, to connect with you has been a great opportunity to um, let others know, you know, like we said, we're not, you know, just about selling lab coats and scrubs. We're so much more than that. And I appreciate that opportunity. Yeah. And it it shows in everything you guys do. It really does. Uh, Laura, what I find so interesting about you is is a lot of it's your you know your entrepreneurial spirit and your story behind Metalita and you know your passion for what you do and I could tell from the way you were talking about the fabric and the quality of the material that you guys produce that you really like this is a company that you know you built out of passion and I kind of want to go into that a little bit if you don't mind and have you I just want to know the backstory like what is the backstory to all of this where did it all start what is your background um so I'm a physician assistant I graduated in 1999 from a program in Queens um and I specifically went to that program because I was passionate about inner city emergency medicine and I knew that um that particular program I would have you know uh, the best chance of going straight into uh that environment and during that time, and even you know, when I went to purchase my first student lab coat, I remember going to a really junky, you know, store that was just squished to the max with lab coats and scrubs, and no, they weren't organized at all. They weren't um, sized together. There was no rhyme or reason to how they were displayed. And I went in there so excited about you know this milestone that I get to have my first lab coat, and I left there totally dejected. Um, I found, you know, the best lab coat that I could find and the fabric wasn't particularly comfortable and, um, it wasn't very flattering, you know, but it is what it was. And, you know, I left there and I wore that, you know, for my two years in PA school and all my rotations. And, um, you know, the story goes that my, my, my PA school friends tell me that I always complained about, you know, this lab coat and always complained about the scrubs that we were wearing. And, Um, And I really wanted to do something more um, since the early days in PA school, maybe, you know, 1997, 98 ish. 
Once I graduated, I was able to get a job uh, in Jamaica, Queens at Mary Immaculate Hospital, total inner city, amazing place to work. Um, the PAs ran the PTR um, and the fast track, and I just had a wealth of experience um, quickly um, in a tremendously um, supported environment. And eventually, you know, working in that environment, I think, as you know, um, got burned out. Um, and decided to reprioritize, you know, being closer to family. I moved out to California. I got a job in the polar opposite of inner city. I was working in Mission Viejo in a rather ritzy um, hospital, and everyone's a VIP patient, and everyone, you know, is donated. And That sounds nice. Yeah, and <laughs> except that they were issuing us the same exact scrubs and lab coats that we were, you know, wearing in Queens, and I thought, I just really can't be the only female clinician that feels this way. And I really, I really thought it was just women. Yeah. So, you know, female clinicians wearing unisex scrubs and lab coats that were really not made for their body whatsoever. V-neck too low, armhole too low, um, crotch kind of dragging mid thigh and, uh, really uncomfortable. And, uh, that's when I got a little bit more serious about maybe, thinking about starting something. And I naively took the jump um, about 2006, started to get real serious, switched to urgent care so that I could, you know, pursue these meetings in the day and travel more and have a more flexible schedule. Did you start creating things at home before you did that? Yeah, I worked from home. I did um, the whole business plan at home, raised money, you know, through a home-based office, um, found local pattern makers, I was lucky enough to meet with some of the, you know, elite performance fabric um, patent holders in the U.S. and convince them that this was a good idea and that there was a lot of opportunity in medical apparel that, you know, hadn't had yet to be touched and uh, just got a few lucky breaks, got on a plane uh, to China because someone told me that it's really important to meet your uh, manufacturers and to develop that face-to-face -face relationship and launched the company in May of 2008. Wow, that's really cool. And so you went from launching in 2008. What was the road after that? Um, what was the was was your vision for Metalita back then the same as it what it has turned into now? Uh, absolutely not. So I thought we were just going to be a, a, a women, a female clinician company, making uh -huh. uh, you know women's lab coats and um, women's scrubs um, that were in this never-before category of not unisex and not nursing style. It was just this this unmet need that no one had ever addressed before, um, that a female clinician is normally forced to wear this unisex style but doesn't fit them. Um, so we tailored it you know, just a little bit, um, brought up the neckline, shaped the waist and hips a little bit, um, and made it so that a female clinician felt, you know, appropriate amongst their, you know, male colleagues mm -hmm. uh, and uh, felt that they were designated appropriately. Um, and this took a long time for people to grasp, you know, even people in medicine, you know, a lot of women, I think, in medicine are willing to wear um, a dumpy garment, you know, not to be confused, you know, with another title. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a reality. And it's been a reality for 50 plus years. Do you think that we 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 stick to the hospital scrubs that we get from the hospital sometimes because they're because you know that's kind of what people think of when they see a doctor or a PA yeah. or 
I, I think so. I think especially for female physicians, they, um, they want to be respected. They want to be um, addressed appropriately. And um, a lot of times that's not the case. And I think that, like I said, just wearing something dumpy and frumpy is valuable to them in order to not have any confusion with their role in a certain setting in which their level of authority is, is very important. Mm-hmm. And what were you, so when you were first starting out this company, what was your, were you most interested in the development of the product? Because I know you guys, you I can tell from wearing, you know, I'm wearing the scrub jacket right now. There's a lot of thought that's put into what you're creating and mm-hmm. a lot of detail and a lot of perfection. Was that something that you started off with? Yeah, totally. I, um, I didn't feel like we were making t-shirts for random buyers. I always felt like we were making garments for, you know, what I consider my colleagues. And I just was so passionate about doing it correctly Um, because I was going to be face to face with these people. And a lot of them I would know or would have known or cross paths with at some point. I wanted to do it right. I knew, number one, I knew what it needed to do and how it needed to function um, just from working so long in emergency medicine and urgent care. And I, I wanted to do it correctly. And I was willing to do whatever it took and however many renditions um, to get it right. You know, a typical apparel company will go through one proto, maybe two. Usually they'll do one proto and go straight to um, production. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do endless protos like until we get it right. I, I will not put something into production that doesn't have perfect forward range of motion, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. have any issues, you know, in the drape, no issues um, whatsoever, uh, when you bend your elbow, no hesitation, um, across the, um, across back area, what we call in, in yeah. apparel. Um, I feel like I could do, do a full workout in this. Yeah, that's a, that's a, <laughs> you did a good job on that one. Awesome. Uh, what do you, okay. So here's what I think. I think that you do, I think Metalita does a few things really, really well. One of them is, you know, the involvement in the community and, the commitment to community, which it's um, it's very, very evident through everything that you guys do through your outreach on social media and, uh, you know, th- through your way of communicating with people. You know, there's the subtleties that I don't I can't specifically point out, but I know from dealing from having those interactions with some other companies, I sense the difference mm-hmm. and. I don't feel like so much you guys are in the fashion industry as much as you are in the people industry and the community. uh, Do you know what I mean? And the quality industry. And that's something that I really respect about your company. And I'm wondering how did you like, how did you know or how did you was this kind of like a like a like a purposeful direction you were taking the company or did it just come like stem from a natural place for you? Yeah, I think it's. um just all part of our our mantra and how, you know, when we launched in 2008, you know, Facebook and Instagram, they were not, I don't think they were in existence. And, you know, obviously over time, they've become a huge part of our daily lives. And I think that just because um, everyone here understands our vision and hears our passion and listen, it's a small place, you know, we hear every conversation. Um, we can walk in the back and look at every you know, name and title embroidery that's going on a lab coat or scrub top, scrub jacket, 
Um, we can see where the orders are going, which country they're going to, how many orders are going out. It's just very small. I think because we're a small group and we talk so frequently and we share the same vision that we were able to, especially over the last couple of years, bring that vibe into the community and find people who were willing to listen to our story and took it on almost as their own because they're equally passionate like us. So they're doing amazing things, you know, like you are. And um, yeah, we, we've gotten lucky, I think in a lot of our relationships um, to find these people that um, are influencers and are um, vocal and um, see that we're just, very different. Mm-hmm. I think I think you I think what you guys did really well just with me personally what kind of captivated me was the relationship building and you know the initial investment and like you know we believe in you we support you and you know mm-hmm. your success is our success and without ever asking for any too much in return you know and that kind of almost evoked a sense of uh you know, loyalty from me towards you guys because I saw the genuineness and I felt, you know, appreciative. And that makes people want to, rather than have to, mm-hmm. be a part of your your vision as well. And mm-hmm. I think that's what, for me personally, that's kind of where, you know, just my genuine love for the brand came from. Because I almost felt like, you know, I was a part of, I was a part of it and I felt like you guys had my back and it was it was a it was a nice it was a nice feeling to have and i can't say that about other companies because i would i would say more that there are companies out there that are just looking for what's in it for them and then the second you don't align with that they're like you know next or something yeah. I, I i didn't get that that sense yeah, from I other hear companies what you're saying and we've we've heard that before um you know i just we just want we're just very different um we are a clinician-owned company that's well-connected with, you know, our clinician community. And we are passionate about making sure that everything we do from every Instagram post to every phone call to every embroidery detail to every um, detail and stitch detail and placement of every, every pocket on the garment is thoughtful because we're doing this together. Um, it's not I guess you could say it's not bigger than that. You know what I mean? It's It should feel small. It should feel purposeful. It should feel like very thoughtful. Um, and then we're doing it correctly. So I don't get lost in the, you know, the the big stuff or the, um, you know, the endless Facebook posts or anything like that. The, this is who we are. And the people that um, believe in this philosophy and understand our quality and understand that we are connected to people that are doing great things and that um, we're passionate about um, our details, then they'll find us, and mm-hmm. that's enough for us. Absolutely. What do you think? What do you think separates the quality of your brand from other similar brands out there right now? I, I'm confident that um, no one can match our quality, um, especially in terms of fabrics. I uh, that's my um, largest role here still to date is to create very innovative fabrics from yarn stage. So I travel the world and find new development for performance-based yarns, some of them U.S.-based and some of them uh, uh, in other countries. And I think about the application of um, that function of that yarn and combining different yarns with it in different directions of the um, weave in order to create the very 
best fabric specifically for medical apparel. Nothing we buy is, is off the shelf. Never. Not yeah. one. And the other thing that we do is the testing of our fabrics. No one um, can match what we do. We third-party test everything to 50 washes with um, U.S. hospital standard um, for laundry, which is 70 degrees Celsius. And uh, the dryer temperature is on hot for 24 minutes. So we test 50 cycles of that. 70 degrees Celsius, 24 minutes hot, um, and make sure that the fabric is still white, has no pilling, has no shrinkage, um, has no change in appearance, has no torquing. Everything looks as good as new, and um, that's been confirmed by you know some of the hospitals mm-hmm. that see this, um, who industrially launder our garments daily, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I'm kind of surprised myself that we've done it, and mm-hmm. I'm really proud of it. And um, it definitely makes us different. I also, I know um, that the construction uh, quality of our garments is um, is just top notch. You know, yes, our, yes. our garments are made in suiting factories and um, very high end, you know, sporting apparel uh, factories. And um, most people wouldn't invest in that type of quality mm-hmm. because you can in, med- in medical apparel, you can get away with some pretty crappy, you know, construction and it's, it's well received and it's fine, you know, because that's all we've ever known for, you know, um, most of our lives. But um, we've chosen not to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I can. I mean, I'm wearing. I'm still on my scrubs from work right now. I just got off. I just left the hospital not too long ago, and I feel like I don't feel that. Um, besides knowing that I've been around people sneezing and coughing on me all day, I feel decent. Definitely yeah. gonna throw these in the wash after though. But <laughs> the comfort is. Uh, very noticeable the quality i mean i mean you can tell 100 percent that you know i have a i have a pair of some other brand scrubs which i won't name but these definitely poop on them so i'm going to use that word because it's appropriate <laughs> for the quality difference yeah, yeah um, and i mean i'm not like i'm very supportive of other brands you know it's just everybody has their own specific type people that like very high quality and appreciate fabric innovation and uh, fabric performance really fabrics that do something for the wearer long term and don't wash out and a beautiful fit they're gonna find us you know and you know that's our niche yeah yeah absolutely hey guys thank you for tuning into the podcast we're gonna just take a second to talk about this great promotion from our sponsor metalita they know what it's like to have a hectic schedule and not very much free time that is why they are offering a free at-home try-on So if you're not 100% sure of your size or your style, you can easily order multiple things from their website at metalita.com. You can try them on at the comfort of your own home. You can keep what you like, return what you don't like, or if you want something embroidered, you can have it sent back to get it embroidered. This is all done with shipping covered by Metalita, and this is 100% risk-free. You can also get an additional 20% off by using the discount code BEYONDMEDICINE20. Now back to the episode. So, what's what are you most interested in next? I know you guys are into innovating and creating new things. So, I know there's some new ideas you have brewing right now. Yeah, well, I can't. I probably can't talk about those. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, some good things coming in um, late 2019, and um, you know, we'll continually innovate. We we have a long time timeline with our projects just because the fabric takes so long to develop. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I, I joke all the time because I thought in, you know, emergency medicine that it was so hard to, you know, just get a patient admitted, you know, it's just crazy process, you know, but, but, uh, apparel is another beast that, um, rivals that yeah. for sure. How do you think what, I mean, being in medicine, I mean, having worked and had the clinical experience, do you think that's given you an edge in creating things that are actually useful for people that are in medicine? Yeah, uh, just little things, you know, the movements that we go through in our fittings, you know, like um, casting position, you know, like um, suturing, like, uh, you know, otoscope technique, all these different things that, you know, no one else would know to check for, for comfort, you know, double stepping stairs, like walking really fast down the hall, like, you know, um, everything you can think of, we go through those motions before we approve a garment. Um, cause if it's not comfortable, it doesn't make sense. We, we believe that you really shouldn't have to think about your garment while you're working. Um, it shouldn't distract you in the least bit, uh, mm-hmm. which mine did. Um, and so we, we work really hard to, um, you know, apply those principles of, you know, working in an emergency department or really any medical setting to uh, the garment itself. So I bet you probably, you probably have a lot of people who tell you you're pretty inspiring to them for starting a company and, uh, you know, pursuing your passions. What would you tell, what would you tell somebody who maybe have a similar vision as you, or maybe not, maybe, you know, want to start their own journey on a, on another completely different road. What does that take to kind of, to do that? It just takes passion and drive. I think as long as you have a very strong connectivity to your goal or your idea that you, with the right steps, will be successful, um, I think it's really important to understand that it's not going to happen quickly. Um, you know, keep in mind we launched in 2008 and we weren't at any safe point in this business until mm-hmm. um, just you know a few years ago. It's a very very tough road. Um, especially when you manufacture something um, and you have a lot of expenses up front. But anytime that you believe in something and you can take other people on that journey with you and especially can explain it to the people that that work here, we all have a very family vibe and we all understand what every single other person is doing here, then, then you can create a successful business with all of those aspects combined, I think. Mm. Uh, it's not easy. It can be really, really hard, and you have to be willing to um, I go. imagine you had to do a lot of te- like team building. I feel like that's a big part of starting a company. Yeah, um, team building and, you know, more maybe just going through the steps of hiring the right people. You know, we'll go through really an insane process to find the right person, you know, for each position, no matter if it's embroidery, warehousing, folding, you know, to something, you know, with a different skill set like pattern making or technical design. Yeah, and that's a a lot of the times that's a thing. I think it's surrounding yourself with the right people that, you know, you're not and not we're not all going to be able to do everything Mm -hmm. uh and we're not all skilled in all areas and even for me starting a a podcast like this there's some things that i take the back seat on and you Mm -hmm. know the person that does the editing who has a great taste for you know certain things and i let i let him do that and experiment with that and that's i found that like giving people the freedom to do that is also extremely important yeah that's that's a really good point and a difficult 
um, learning curve for me. <clears throat> honestly, uh, if, if you want to talk about weaknesses, uh, I like to do everything, and I <laughs> here almost. I think I've done almost everything, every job, every hat, and uh, I think um, to eventually realize that you have to give up that those jobs and give them to people that can do them better than you or are willing to do them better than you is your only way that you can truly grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and without that, you're just stuck. People don't are not motivated unless you give them that freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, that's a great example is Ariel. We just, we just got so busy and we didn't really have a direction cause we'd never done this before and she owned it and she did it. And, uh, I, I really am proud of our presence um, in social media because of her efforts. Yeah. Yeah. What are you most excited about for the future for Metalita? What do you, what's your vision? Um, it's not that different than what it is today. I think we're just in the beginning stages of really reaching the people that would want to wear or associate themselves with our brand. I think a lot of people still have never heard of us. And I think, that's really um, interesting. So I think uh, just continually getting the word out there and never losing sight of our goals, our direction and who we stand for. Um, and it's tempting. And sometimes other brands, you know, maybe push us in a little direction. But I believe that if we stay focused uh, and promote our connectivity and we um, continually make products that no one's ever thought of before, uh, I think the lab coat, the women's lab coat was the the initial introduction that really um, caught people, and you know then the clinician scrub set that no one had thought of before, and um, and then doing the sizing, you know, for women and actual women's sizes. You know, we finally got women to tell us, you know, that they're a zero to sixteen instead of a men's blazer size. Mm-hmm. You know, and that took about ten years to do that, and now to introduce scrub jackets that look very modern and sophisticated rather than very modern. I love this jacket. Love this jacket. I just keep keeping on that path and staying ahead of the curve and, you know, because people are copying us now. So we just have to keep moving forward with innovation and designs and fabrics for sure. And I think that will get us to where we need to be, but most importantly, meet the needs of our colleagues. Yeah. I've noticed like just in the last two years, mm-hmm. a lot more companies are coming out with their own scrub brands and yeah. uh, apparel. And I don't know if it's just because of the market. I don't. I didn't know it was such a huge market, huge but market. Apparent, apparently it is. And I think people are just hopping on the bandwagon. But what are you? How do you react to that as a company? Yeah, I. It, it is a big market, but the Metalita brand specifically is not after the huge numbers. We're after the people that are specifically looking um, to um, have a professional appearance. Um, we, you know, always say a display of aptitude. Um, so these people that really care about their appearance and feel that the way that they look and the way that they dress um, affects their everyday work and. It allows for um, improved trust um, with their patients and kind of gives the message, hey, I take care of myself. I'm going to take great care of you uh, because you don't have any time with them anymore anyways. And every little you know, bit like that does help. Um, and for those people that believe in that, not everyone does. Those people that do, you know, Metalite is a great option for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote a blog post for you guys, uh, I think a couple, I think two years ago, and it was about making first impressions 
And I think first impressions in medicine are extremely important. You know, having that professional look and approaching approaching people, it makes, the, number one, I think it makes the, the patient feel good because they mm-hmm. almost feel more at ease, like this is a professional that's coming here and, you know, it almost relaxes them in a way. And I've noticed this in t- like in times where I'm dressed up versus times that I'm not dressed up. I notice the little subtle differences in my reactions with my patients. Yeah, and- that's interesting. There's actually research based on the term enclosed cognition um, that a person um, performs at a higher level when they feel good about what they're wearing or how they're dressed. It's you know, research-based. It's, yeah. So if you... Absolutely. Offer- when I'm wearing Metalita scrubs, I'm just running through my... I'm getting yeah. my progress notes done. I'm seeing patients. I'm answering pages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. That's, that's what I'm <laughs> you know, And like I said, it's not, you know, ideal for everyone's, you know, philosophy. But for those people that do believe in that, this is a great, great option for them. And and that that's that's who we're here to serve. You know? All right. So let's say, how about people listening right now? They can, you guys have a promotion going on where people can actually try things on at home. Mm-hmm. What? It, so can I, if I'm interested, can I go online, order something? I can get it shipped to me, try it on, and then if I want it, I can yeah. say I keep it. Or how does that work? So the reason we started that program is because. Um, there's a big hiccup to what we sell and that most people want it embroidered, but we, you know, modern e-commerce, you know, most people buy things online, especially people that work in medicine. Um, and so we wanted to make it easy for them to, to purchase different sizes and different styles without having the fear of having it embroidered and not being able to return it. And so uh, we suggest ordering different styles, different sizes, um, without embroidery, we'll ship it to you for free um, and then try it on, see what you like. Um, you can either return the whole order and start a new one with embroidery or you can return the order with details um, that you can enter online um, easily stating, I'd like to keep this size and this style and this is my embroidery preference. Um, you know, for these specific items, please add one more, you know. So, um, you know, we embroider about 80 percent or more of our garments that's that's a really high percentage yeah um the the embroidery is absolutely like this is phenomenal embroidery no joke yeah i uh you know that that's the the finishing detail you know i say it's like wearing your diploma and that's what i teach everybody that works here especially in embroidery that you know i may have worked six years you know to develop some crazy performance fabric and it took us two years to get the pattern just right, you know, for the lab coat. But honestly, when they open up their package, the first thing that they see is the embroidery. And that's what means something to them. It's very personal. Um, it's what every patient's eye goes to. So we just dump in the stitches in there. We put way more stitches in than anybody else in their right mind would do. And um, same with our logo embroidery, which is, I think, what we're really known for is um, taking, you know, the PDF or the JPEG or even just the web link, um, and turning that flat, you know, artwork into stitch art and making it just explode, you know, with quality. And, um, we'll keep some of our logos on the machines Mm -hmm. for up to an hour sometimes with that much stitch quantity and detail, um, just to make it look incredible. And I, I'm proud of that. And I, 
I know that, um, you know, customer colleague population really responds to that quality. It's incredible what the guys can do down there. Where can, where can we go to get that? Is it just on the website when you're checking out? If if I want to, if you want to get some to, to try on at home. Oh, sure. So try on at home. You just look at the different styles, see what you like. If you need some help, please call us, um, you know, or message us. Um, but on the website, metalita.com? Yeah, can... metalita.com. Okay. Um, M-E-D-E-O-I-T-A.com. And then find what you like. Um, ask for guidance if you need some. Um, put those items in your cart. Do not choose embroidery. And then we'll ship those to you. You can easily print a return label when you've tried everything on. Um and we just make the process very modern and easy. We know everybody has very little time. And so we wanted to streamline that process. And, um, you know, we obviously have to, you know, make sure everything's 100% correct. If there's a missing letter or uh, the title's not quite right or um, they needed their middle initial and it, you know, was overlooked, we have to do everything perfectly. So we've set up systems um, to greatly minimize our error in embroidery. Um, and we, we do a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. For me, fit is really important when I'm picking something. How do we know what sizes to get? Um, I usually tell people for men's lab coats, I just say, you know, what's your blazer size? Most people know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we like to differentiate between slim fit and classic fit. Um, so someone like you, you know, we would, you know, push, you know, towards a slim fit and say, Hey, when you bought a slim fit blazer or jacket at your, your favorite store, you know, what, what did you buy recently? Which size are you happy with? And yeah, that's very easy, you know, for men, women's sizes, unfortunately kind of vary between brands quite a bit. Um, so we use a lot of information. Um, uh, we use their, again, their favorite fashion brand size, um, their bus size, their, um, you know, shoulder width, all these different um, items and, and overall body shape to guide them in the right direction. We have we have enough, you know, women's lab coats now that we have petite styles, we have styles for larger busts, you know, we have pear-shaped styles, we have um, curvy styles. So we know when someone calls and they start feeding us their details, mm-hmm. you know, what what's going to look best on them. You know, and they can call help. you and do that, right? Oh, Yeah. We, oh, we love doing that. Like, oh, that's awesome. That's, See, that's what's beautiful about a company like that. You, when you can do that, you know, you know, it's a good company. And I, and I love it too. Like, you know, late at night sometimes because I, because I barely sleep and I, I see some <laughs> um, question come over messenger. A lot of times I'll, I'll answer. They don't know it. You know, it's me answering, but I'll. Oh, wow. I'll, that's cool. I'll give them, I'll, I'll push them in the right direction and, and uh, get them in the right size or the right style. That's really cool. Awesome. Thanks. So I like to end this podcast usually by asking, you know, the question, what does beyond medicine mean to you? And if you were to think of that phrase or when you hear it out, what do you think, what does that mean to you? It's an interesting question. I think that everyone is so intelligent in this space and that everyone has such a tremendous story and background that there's always something in addition, whether it's a, just a general interest or volunteerism or um, start an idea to start their own business, you know, or something politically or something in terms of inspiring others. That's what it means to me that we can't really be fulfilled anymore by just um, pursuing medicine and the everyday of going to work and coming home. It's more than that, you know, and this is where our society's going and 
Um, I think to be completely fulfilled and and happy, there's there's always something else out there, something to aspire to, whether it's full time or part time or just a little bit of time or once a month or once a year you go on a medical mission, anything like that. That's that's how I I view it. I just had this um, always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And I, every month of my whole life, I've always had an idea for a project or a new invention. And, and this was one that I had, and I, it was the one that I pursued. And, um, you know, just go for it. Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> I think I have a book of inventions at my house from the age of 10 wow. till I was like 15. But I just wrote down every single thing that I wanted to create. And yeah. and I think, I think that's... Uh, that's important for me because it lets me uh, express my creativity. So starting off this, starting this podcast was just a way for me to express my creativity and my need to always talk. I think <laughs> you do. Um, we're so um, grateful for your um, connection with Metalita and for um, you know putting us out there and telling others about us. I think it's still just. Oh, absolutely it's my pre- it's my pleasure and you know i i you know anybody that listens to this podcast knows that i'm talking i talk about you guys in every episode and uh you know this is like when you want to you want to be associated with the best and that's what i want to be associated with because this is the nike of medical apparel so thank you that means a lot a lot to us and to everyone on our team thank you so much yeah absolutely thank you so much laura this has been absolute great conversation and i hope i know that our listeners are going to love this one so thanks again thank you for joining us thank you hey podcast thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope we brought you some practical good advice that you can apply to your life guys if you could please do us the favor of sharing this telling people about it leaving us a comment subscribing all that will help us grow and help us spread our message also if you'd like to support our podcast you can go to our website and click support and it will help us grow this podcast and continue doing what we were doing and bringing you more high quality guests like the one you just heard. Thank you guys. Peace.